and welcome back to the Basically Allie podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you for another week. This has been Valentine's Day week. We love to celebrate love and so on this week's episode we're not going to be talking about love. That was getting into like one of those slow jazz romance radio station voices but no um we're gonna do our normal bits. We're going to do our weekly recap. Really, it's just going to be like a Valentine's Day recap. Talk about this last week's episode of The Bachelor. And then we'll get into our main topic for this week. So, Valentine's Day. Joe and I kept it pretty chill this year. Um, Saturday, we literally did nothing all day. So, we did our thing again where we like to pull the mattress into the living room and we watch TV and movies and hang out. So, we literally did nothing all day. And then we got ready and we went to dinner in downtown Gilbert. And then we went to see the Titanic remastered in 3D for the 25th anniversary, which that was really good. <laughs> but movies in 3D always kind of throw me off. Um, so it took a bit to get used to the 3D, which it was really well done, but I wear glasses. So I had to put the 3D glasses over my glasses and I had the worst headache afterwards and during the movie. So that was kind of a fail, but still Titanic all time favorite movie. So it never can really be a fail because I got to watch Titanic. And then on real Valentine's Day yesterday, we worked all day and then we kind of failed on Valentine's Day presents for each other. So we decided that just to make it easy, after work, we went to Fry's together and we're like, okay, we're going to pick things out for each other. So Joe picked me out some roses and I approved of them and we got them. I picked out a dessert. We made a short strawberry shortcake and and we got each other funny cards, but it was so funny because there was like really no cards left to pick from. So I got this sweet to my husband's sentimental one and he got this funny one. Um, but it, I wrote some really funny things. And one thing about us is that like, or one thing about me is cards are really important to me. And so I love lots of cards and we, I've saved them all from our whole time dating. We have a lot of cute sentimental cards that we've gotten each other, but that's really all we did for Valentine's Day, we got takeout Chinese food. It said it'd be ready in 30 minutes. It took an hour and 45 minutes. So that was a time, but it was delicious. And I'm glad we finally found a good Chinese food place out here in Arizona because I missed China Chef in Ipsy in Michigan. So I'm happy about having a place that we can go now and we can do our Sunday night Chinese food nights, which is a tradition we had done back in Ipsy. But that's sort of the weekly recap um, we're going to move on to just a couple notes about The Bachelor from this past week. I feel like it wasn't a super significant episode. You got your normal. There was two one-on-ones. Well, they did travel to the Bahamas. Um, so they left the Bachelor Mansion. They did. They were starting their international travels. They went to the Bahamas. There was two one-on-one dates and one group date. The one-on-ones I feel like went good. They both got roses. They both did their here for the right reason stories and that was all good and you could tell like Zach really liked them. Um, but then there was drama on the group date as there always is because there has to be drama about somebody misinterpreting somebody saying, think, saying I don't want to fight you about this and somebody thinking they meant oh I'm going to fight you. It was just a mess. And then it comes out that this one girl 
was talking to other girls because she is already an established influencer. She was like, oh yeah, I can get you connected to these brands. And then one of the other girls approached Zach because she had heard that the one girl who was kind of saying she was already an influencer was like, oh, we're going to get like 50,000 influencer influencer followers, 50,000 followers on Instagram because we've made it this far already. So of course, like that's the thing with The Bachelor. These girls, maybe some go there for love, but most of them are going to help their influencer career. So she said it. The other girls were thinking it, but she got sent home, I think. Um, and the one girl then was all nervous that she was going to get sent home, and but I, she didn't, and it ended up really just kind of being an episode of The Bachelor, and Zach is like cutting the drama out, which I really appreciate, so we are here for that, Zach. Keep doing you, and I, oh, I guess I gotta go back a little bit. So last week when I did my week three of The Bachelor and I live reacted to it, I was like, I'm not gonna look up any spoilers, but... I am sorry I did look up the spoilers because I it kept popping up on my Instagram because I follow reality Steve and I'm just so nosy and so I couldn't not look at it so I know who wins it's gonna be happy we'll just wait and see if you want to know reality Steve on Instagram go take a look at that but I think this is going to be a really good season, and I'm really liking it so far. I'm here for Zach. I think he is here for the right reasons, and hopefully his winner is. We'll see. You never know. Could always be a twist in the Bachelor world. So that's your weekly recap and our bachelor, my Bachelor thoughts of the week. So now we are going to get into our main topic of the week, and I'm very excited about this topic. I really was kind of like... I don't know what to do for this week's episode of the podcast. Like, I feel like I really liked the Bachelor episode last week. So if you haven't listened to that one, definitely go listen to that. And I was like, "Mm, do I want to do like a social media trend? Because I do love trends. And I was joking with Joe. We were joking about something. And I did the trend where it was like, oh, such and such dupe. And I was like, that's what we're doing. We're going to talk about dupes of makeup and like products that I like but I'm also going to tie this in and talk about my favorite skincare and makeup products and kind of like what I use every every day for like my traditional like going to work makeup and morning and night skincare. So to start this this kind of goes back to when I was 14. So when I was 14 this may be a little TMI so if you don't want to know I had horrible periods, like horrible, like I would miss school, I had to go to the hospital one time, it was just horrible. So what do they do when you have horrible periods and you're a teenager in the 2010s? They put you on birth control. So I went on birth control and I've been on it for over 10 years now, but I still would get acne. I didn't go on birth control to help with acne, but I would still get some. So really over COVID, so this would be like 2020 is when I really started fine tuning and working on my skincare routine because I had the time to do that. So I narrowed down the products that I liked. I narrowed down what helped and worked for my skin. And then I figured out what really didn't work for my skin and from there, I've kind of perfected my routine and it stayed the same, 
But within the past like month or so, I started to have issues with the birth control that I was on and my hormone levels were like all over the place. Another TMI point, I was convinced I was pregnant, (laughs) but I wasn't. That was negative, which is good. Want kids, but not right now. And so I was having a lot of issues with my hormones. One of the things I had worked on with my skincare routine was I used to get a lot of the little hormonal acne on my forehead. So a lot of those little like dot pimples um, never would really be whiteheads, but just the little ones that you would see like under your skin. So your forehead kind of feels like bumpy, but they were really tiny. So that started popping up again. And I was like immediate red flag. Something is off. And so that happened. I had some other issues. And so I ended up going to the doctor, adjusted my birth control. And I've started to see that the little dots are clearing up and my hormones are kind of leveling again. But I'm kind of still making sure I'm adamant about my skincare, wiping off all my makeup and all of that to try to help alleviate all that. But we just started the new birth control like within the past couple of weeks. So I'm assuming it's going to take a little bit to kind of work and make sure that we're all good in that aspect. So, this gets me to what I found worked for my skin with those issues. So, the first thing that I do with my skincare routine is I wash my face with the CeraVe Foaming Facial Cleanser for normal to oily skin. So this says it cleanses and removes oil without disrupting the protective skin barrier. So I will cleanse my face with this. I found it really works for me. And yeah, I'll cleanse that, rinse it off, pat my face dry, and go from there. One thing I added to my skincare routine last winter was um, the Ordinary, so the brand The Ordinary, their Hyaluronic Acid. Um, serum and that is just like a 2% it's a hydration support formula with ultra pure vegan hyaluronic acid and I was experiencing last winter a lot of dryness in my face and so one of my friends recommended I should really incorporate like a hyaluronic acid especially because we were getting to that time where we were moving to Arizona and so with the dry climate I really noticed that when my face gets dry in those sort of like climates or the weather whatever my face it doesn't hold like makeup or anything really well and I'm just not a fan of how it looks so I started using the hyaluronic acid serum I put that on um morning and night and I go from there kind of rub it in I don't know if you're supposed to rub it in that's what I've seen people do with their serum so I (laughs) rub it in on my face and go from there Next, I use my eye cream, and this is another thing I added within the past year probably is because I was getting really dry eyes and really bad bags under my eye because I've just been more tired as you get older, obviously. So I incorporated an eye cream. It's the CeraVe Eye Repair Cream, and this is just helps with like the hydration around my under eye and my eyelid, and I found it works for me. So those three things I do morning and night. I cleanse my face in the morning and I cleanse my face at night. I put the serum on, the high hyaluronic acid, and then I do the eye repair cream. In the morning, I will use the CeraVe AM facial moisturizing lotion with sunscreen. So it has SPF 30 in it. 
And then at night, I will use the CeraVe PM Facial Moisturizing Lotion, Facial Moisturizing Lotion, um, which is like an ultra lightweight formula. So I found those have worked for me. I kind of slather those on, especially at night. I like to slather it on more so that my face can be hydrated throughout the night. But that's what I found worked for me for my skincare. Um, if the change in birth control doesn't help repair my like acne that's kind of started forming on my forehead again, I might switch some things up and have to take a look at different things. But this is what's working for me so far. Um, so let's get on to my everyday makeup products. So on a typical workday, Monday to Friday, I'm going to start my makeup routine with the Maybelline Master Prime Primer and Base. It's the green bottle, so the number 300. It is for blur, redness, and control blur and redness control pigments. So I really like this because I do notice I get a lot of facial redness. So I found this works well. I'm pretty sure I found this on TikTok. So whoever recommended that to me, thank you. But I found this works well because I do get a lot of redness in my face. After that, on just a traditional day, I will use my first dupe that TikTok introduced me to. And this is the Elf Hydrating Camo Concealer with the Satin Finish. So I use it in shade, it's really tiny. It's the Light Ivory because I'm kind of paler in the winter. But I've found this really helps. I'm actually out of this. I need to get some more. But the Elf Hydrating Camo Concealer, I like this because like I said, sometimes I get dryness in my face. So this helps. is a lightweight formula, covers what I need it to while keeping it pretty dewy. Um, and then on like just a traditional work day, what I've been doing is I have this Maybelline Master Contour Face Contouring Kit Palette and I'll just use the middle blush. This is, um, the light to medium one. So I use the middle blush and I'll just put a little bit of blush on my cheeks. After that, I will do my eyebrows and... I have really been into the brushing your eyebrows up. I have like sort of bushy eyebrows anyway, so I've been into like brushing the eyebrows up. And so to do that, I use the, um, it's an e.l.f. product. It is the Wow Brow, <laughs> and I think I've worn off what shade it is, but let me try to read this. It is Natural Brown. Yep, it's the Natural Brown shade, so... It has one of those little spoolie brushes. I don't know if that's the technical term, but I just take it. I brush it up my eyebrows, and then after that, I will use... So I got this as a sample. Um, it was a... I think I had like 100 points at Sephora, and I was buying something. I was buying um, my hair stuff, and so I got a sample of the Anastasia Beverly Hills brow gel and so after I do the little brushing up with the elf product I'll put a little bit of this clear brow gel on top of it but this is like a micro little tiny sample so I do need to go get some more of that because I do like that so if you have any dupes of this that are less expensive definitely let me know I'm looking for a nice clear brow gel that will not make my eyebrows go crazy so 
after that, I will set my face with another e.l.f. product that I think is a dupe is the Perfect Finish HD Powder. And I don't bake my face. I'm not a fan of baking, but on my everyday, I'll just like take it and I'll put it on my T-zone so that I don't get oily. So I'll just do that a little bit, brush it over, make sure we're all good. And then I set my face with the Morphe continuous setting mist and I have this in the mini version because this does tend to get expensive but I've liked this one lately because it keeps me kind of hydrated and more like dewy look so I think some people kind of flip-flop what they do I spray my face before I do my eyelashes like before I do mascara because I found if I do mascara and then I set my face with a setting spray, I literally blur, like get my mascara all over my face. So I set my face with a setting spray and then I curl my eyelashes with an eyelash curler. I found that really helps because I started using that probably about a year ago because I was finding I was getting really dull lashes. And so another thing, this isn't a dupe, but it was a Sephora recommendation. And I haven't heard really anybody talk about this, but I get really sensitive eyes. It kind of goes back to me talking about the sensitive eye and dry eye with the eye repair cream, but I get sensitive eyes with certain mascaras. So I've tried like the Lash Paradise. I've tried the Tarte, like all the fancy ones, and I will get styes and I wash my mascara off. I try my best, but it just irritates my eyes. I think I have sensitive eyes, so I just get styes and then I have to throw them away. So it's a waste of money. So I went to Sephora and I had, I think I had like a points or a gift card or something. And I was like, I have really sensitive eyes. I'm prone to getting like the little sty bumps on my eyelid. What can I use? Like that's a clean, good for sensitive eyes mascara. And so they recommended this Calorae Come Hell or High Water Mascara. So it is a clean brand of mascara it says on it um clean mascara it's zero smudge volume volume voluminizing and curling it's ultra voluminous and they said it's um I forget the term they used but you know how mascara comes on and it's mascara. This is more like tubes, so it's easy to get on and off, but it also doesn't smudge, and like if you have watery eyes, it doesn't run. So the mascara goes on your eyelashes like a tube, so when you're washing your face at night, it comes off so nice, and so then I don't have to worry about there being any mascara on my eyelashes causing to get a sty, which then causes me to have to throw away my mascara, and then I'm back at square one. So I found so well so far that this has worked. I've been using it for about a month now and I really like it. I got the little travel size just to test it out, but I'm definitely going to go back and purchase a real one, uh, like a full size one. So that's my everyday makeup. Then I'll do my hair and I'll get out the door and go to work because I have to leave really early. On a more long-term makeup day, I'm going to just go over. I'm not going to go back through everything. I'll do similar steps, um, but after I do the primer and base of the Maybelline primer, I also will then do another dupe. I This is almost gone, so I need more of this. It's the e.l.f. Power Grip Primer, so I'll put that on top of the Maybelline primer, and I found that it's really nice, like, sticky, so your makeup sticks to it, and then... 
I will do my foundation and I only have this fancy foundation because I got it for my wedding. It's the Charlotte Tilbury Beautiful Skin Foundation. So I have this in shade three cool. I went and got color matched at Sephora. So I'll put that. I've tried the technique with that girl who went on the Tarte Dubai trip. She rubs the foundation all up in her face. I tried that and I don't do as much. I just do like a couple pumps and then I rub it in my face kind of like you're putting on a primer or a lotion. I really like that technique. So 10 out of 10 recommendation there, but not as much product. You don't need that much. And then I'll go over that with my e.l.f. Um, hydrating camo concealer. From there, this is a new thing I got to try, and I think I got a little bit too light of a shade, so I would go darker next time. I was looking for a contour stick because I've never used a contour stick, and I wanted to test one, so before I spent money on one, I wanted to just try like a lesser known like or like a cheaper brand of it. So I did the Makeup Revolution contour and highlight stick and I got this in the shade light. The highlight is really nice, but I think the contour is just a little bit too light for me. I would probably go a like shade darker, but I like it so far. I've been using this on like a heavier makeup day and then if I'm looking for a heavier blush look, I really like the, oh no, I almost dropped it, the Morphe Cream Blush, and this is in the shade, I think it's called Leave a Comment. This is, it's a pretty old product, so don't come at me. I don't pay attention to product exp expiration dates. You probably should. I don't. Anyway, the Morphe Cream Blush, really nice, um, and then if I want a little bit more blush, I'll use that Maybelline Master Contour Palette. Um, and that also has a little bit of a darker bronzer. So I'll use those as well to kind of enhance everything. From there, I will blend everything with my beauty blender. And then I will go in and use the same e.l.f. Perfect Finish HD Powder to set my face. I don't bake my face. I, I don't like that. I just set it and then I'll do the same thing. I'll do, um, actually, if I'm doing a little bit heavier makeup, I will use my contour palette, this Maybelline one, and I'll put the bronzer on my eyelids and then I'll put the highlighting powder on this, like in the creases to kind of give it a little bit of sparkle, but still like a bronzy eyebrow, not eyebrow, I, uh, oh my gosh, a bronzy like eyelid look. I'm literally completely blanking on the name for those right now but whatever I'll do that and then I set my face still with the Morphe high mini continuous setting mist do my eyelashes the same do my brows the same even when I'm doing a heavy makeup look and those are all the products I like I have a mix of like name brand products but actually a lot of dupes so I think dupes are amazing <laughs> um store brand name brand things whatever you think works best for you. Those are just like things I found that work for me. So I am going to not list all of these products in the bio of this, but I am going to list them all on the Basically Alley podcast Instagram. So if you're not following me over there, go ahead and give me a follow over there and I will put a list of all these products that I've talked about together and I'll share it over there sometime throughout this week. So keep an eye out there for that. But as always, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Give me a follow on at Basically Allie Podcast. 
at Alex Talix. Um, leave a rating, a comment, a nice review. It's always appreciated. And as always, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Talk to you later.